This episode is brought to you by Seeds DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic, a two-in-one probiotic and prebiotic formulated with 24 clinically and scientifically studied strains to support healthy regularity and your gut, immune, and skin health. Optimize your gut health. Visit seed.com slash Spotify with code Spotify for 30% off your first month of Seeds DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Blog Talk Radio. listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener, and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. And hello to all of you who will be listening via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, Park Coalition Radio, my Bulk Talk Radio community, and those of you who will be joining me in the chat room. I hope you are having a great start to your week. And today's sponsor is Audible.com, who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. Get a free audiobook of your choice when you go to www.audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. And in the next half hour, I will be sharing my audiobook selection of the week. Well, I'm sorry about the little technical difficulty we had last week, but we are back this week and we are here with Judy Robinson of Senior Move Managers. And we're going to talk about getting organized after you retire. If you're thinking about retiring, if you're planning to retire in a few months, in a year or so, you need to listen to this show so you can get some strategies on how to do it right without being so overwhelmed by clutter. And of course, in the next half hour, I will be providing of the week. But before I bring on our guests, I found interesting facts in regards to retiring. And patient four eight says that every month, nearly a quarter of a million people turn sixty five. And according to White Bread, those people who do decide to retire, they like to focus on relationship with family and friends. Some of them spend time pursuing goals and passion. So you're never too old. And a lot, a lot time volunteer a give to a charity. And some just enjoy times traveling around the world and mentioning experiences. Our guest tonight, Judy Robinson, and her and her husband from teaching in 1992, her husband, Doug. At that time, they passed from a large home cottage as senior move managers. They have helped nearly 3,000 people since 1996. They have shared their experience in your talk shows, national and local television, and through live streams near and far. They published the book, 
the best of the rest, downsizing for boom seniors. We all need to get a copy of that. Now finishing 10 ebooks on downsizing, which will be available through Amazon.com. They have been given the Circle of Service Award from the National Association of Senior Move Managers. So I'd like to now on Miss Judy Robinson. Good evening, Judy. Hi, Janet. I am so happy to have you. So the first thing I want to ask you this evening is what made you and then one to start the business or decide to work with seniors in particular? Well, we were retired and a real estate agent or a realtor uh, needed a favor. He had a gentleman who'd been a widower 30 years. He was in his 90s, and he had saved every piece of string, every piece of tinfoil, everything. And they wanted to get the house sold, and they needed to get it emptied and bring some order before they could even list the house. So he asked if we would come and do a favor. We did another favor, and at Landfill, or the local dump, Doug said there's a real need to help seniors, and that's how we started. We never planned to do it. There was just a need, and uh, it's growing. Mm. And, and it certainly is. Uh, like you said, so many people seem on to things, and they don't want to let go. And I mean, I know people in my family so, who say they've, they've recently and they decided they want to live a more simple stay in their home. How should they not doing that? Because I feel that, you know, and, and I do workshops for teachers, so it seems like teachers always feel like they need stuff. They need this and even after they retire. So how can somebody do that? How would you suggest somebody do that? I think the easiest thing to, to think about is how they want to live or what they want to do and then find out the things they no longer need. See if the family members want them. See if there's a charity that can use them. You know, so many homes, Janet, as you know, you can hardly even walk into. It's not safe. And if a senior has a fall, they never really recover, you know, the same way a child does. So it's important that their home is safe. So with everyone, I'll say start in an attic or in a basement or a garage. That's where you put things that are broken, things that you don't need, Mm -hmm. things that you're storing for your children, and start moving them out. You know, we we say Mm -hmm. to everybody, nobody wants to leave their home. They don't. But sometimes something Mm -hmm. happens. Somebody has a fall. They have a stroke, uh, whatever, and suddenly they have to move. And they don't want to be told they have to move, but they have to. So we often say, what's your backup plan? What would you do if you had to leave your home? It could be move to an apartment or a condominium or, uh, you know, live in Florida, whatever. What what would you want to do? Start doing it now, you know. And I find, too, I will say to them, start with a small, small goal, like uh, sorting one drawer, just one. And I said, if you get two done, you feel good about yourself. If you set a big goal that you want to do your whole kitchen, you feel overwhelmed, you don't finish, and you feel like a failure. Mm. And that is good advice, you know, because like you said, a lot of people, they take all the stuff, just put it in the basement, the, the house, 
from the daughter who now may live in New York. All the broken stuff in this. So I think that's a great suggestion to start with those areas and then work your way up. What about somebody who... Go ahead. What were you going to say? I usually say, you know, give your children a deadline. Say, you know, by Thanksgiving, Mm. I would like you to come and take anything that is yours that you want. If not, I'm having a junk remover or a charity come in and remove the things. You have to give them a good deadline. We worked with a client whose son was in Egypt. And we said, tell them that Doug and Judy are coming in in 10 days to empty the house. Is there anything you want? That child came all the way home to see what they wanted before we went in and removed things. You know, children get us to store things and store things. It's things that they don't want. Janet, we had a retired doctor, a very, very nice lady, who had four storage lockers, 10 by 10 lockers. And one of the lockers cost her $200 a month. She had it for 10 years. That's $24,000. When we went in and helped her sort, most of it went to the dump. All of that money, all of those years for nothing. And that's what's happening. People are are storing things. And I'm saying a storage locker is great for business. It's great for short term. It's great if your children are coming from out of town and, you know, you want to store it till they can see what they want. It is not good for long term. It's too expensive. The things you put in it might be worth $3,000. Well, after a year and a half, you've already paid for them just in storing them. So, again, sometimes children will store a dining room set or a bedroom set from their mom or dad because it's been in the family for generations and the mother's crying. She wants it to stay in the family. And the kids will pay for storage. So when mom dies, it goes to a charity or landfill. They want peace in the family. So these are the kinds of things we see. We wow. need to simplify That's... our lives, right? <laughs> yes, we do. I was amazed when you were saying I was paying two hundred for one store locker. That is she a lot. Four. That's that's one. She had four. Wow. Four lockers. Wow. I know. Wow. And that's... very, very, very little of it was worth keeping. Very little. Yeah, that that sounds like a client I work with. We downsized two to one and then one of the the locker dot matrix printer do you you're not going to use that i can't get rid of so wow so judy when when somebody comes to you and they've decided that it's time to as you said downsize into a smaller home like maybe six bedrooms now and and as all the kids are away a one-bedroom condo is there anything different that you would share with regards to letting go of things since they are willing to just toss stuff and, and also donate, etc. Well, two things. One, we use five steps for downsizing. What's going to fit into your new place? And usually I can have an idea what's going to fit even if they haven't chosen it yet. If they want to bring a king-size bed, then you choose a bedroom that'll take a king-size bed. So we identify what is going to what they're going to keep. I usually go to the dollar store and get removable colored dots. And so I would put mm. a green on the things that are going to go with them. 
because green is go. It's going to go with you. It's going to be in your new home. And then we asked the children to come in and see if there was anything they want. I had a lawyer who was a widower, wanted me to empty out his house. And I said, do you have children? He said, yes, they live in a far city. And I said, well, I won't work on your house till you pay to bring your kids here to see if there's anything they want. And he said, well, why mm-hmm. would you say that? And I said, because this is where they were babies. This is where they were children. They grew up here. They have a right to come back and see if there's anything they want. Often it's a small mm-hmm. little thing. It might be a popcorn maker. It might be a memory. It might be a teddy bear. So first of all, what to keep, what to give to your family. The third one, is there anything that's saleable? The fourth, what to donate. And the fifth is what to just trash. Now, on the donations, because I'm a retired teacher, I often say I'm a retired teacher and I always give homework. And I bring them a new mm-hmm. two-cube box. It's not big, but it's twice the size of a liquor store box. And I'll say, now, mm-hmm. before I come back and see you, I want you to fill that box with things that someone else can use, something that's going to bless them. I don't want anything dirty or ripped or torn or that can't be used, that's broken. I want something good. I don't care if you put your husband's tools in it. I don't care if you put kitchen items or clothing. I want that box full as a donation for somebody. I find that with most of the people that I work with, as soon as they know that the, they know that the things they have can help somebody else, we've begun the process. And when I go back, you know, I'll say, oh, you put in some work boots. You know, that's going to go to a person who lives on the street. They'll be able to get a mm-hmm. job because you gave them work boots. A, lo- a lot of mm-hmm. men can't get a job without special work boots. Or, you know, those yeah. towels you gave me, they went, they went to a shelter where people, you know, all those soaps that you picked up from the hotel, they can be used. Mm-hmm. They're ha- happy to yeah. have them. And I find, and Janet, as soon as I give them that idea of they're going to help them, nobody really wants their stuff to go to landfill. They want it to help somebody else. And Doug and I found that the mainline charities, especially in the summertime, don't have room for a lot of things. So we found out where the women's shelters are. We found out where, you know, um, the homes for poor people. We found out... Uh, where um, unwed mothers go, where, I mean, uh, so many. We have a a place in Ottawa called the Ottawa Furniture Bank, and it helps refugees. They come in and they choose a bedroom set or they choose a living room set. It's all free. We found so many, many charities that help other people. It's just absolutely delightful. Wow, that's that's wonderful. I mean, just the way you said it and worded it, you know, you never really wow, those work boots that are just sitting in the garage and the closet, wherever, they could really help impact somebody else's life because they could get a job. Wow, that's really great. And that also, is you know, some, sometimes people have pretty towels or they have a little flower vase. And I'll say, you know something, this can bless a single mom or a mom who's really struggling mm-hmm. with her self-worth. It's going to make mm-hmm. her feel good about herself. It's pretty. Uh, plants, we, you know, we, um, it, it, everything, everything that's, you know, not worn, broken, what all can be used. 
And so it's to find out where it can go. That is that is wonderful. Well, I guess that answers my uh, my next question. Because is there ever way to suggest that someone should consider downsizing, especially when you walk into home and you know they can't manage anything. So just what you suggested well, may be a good way. Cause I- well, that that's part. But uh, I follow a man in California. He's absolutely awesome. And he said, seniors want to be in control. They've lost control of everything. They've lost control sometimes of their eyesight, of their driving, of their partner, of their pet, of their neighbor, of their security, sometimes of their finances. They want to be in control. And if you can give a way, find a way where they can make the decision to do it, then they're on board. And so, you know, I I was with a, a lady the other day. She was in her 90s. She was a wife. And they'd been married a long time. She had major health problems. She was in a wheelchair. She did not want to leave her home. That was it. But her husband had to have surgery. And I sat with her for a long time. And I said, you know what you're doing? You're giving your husband a gift. And she looked Mm. at me. I said, when he goes into the hospital, he's going to have peace of mind that you're going to be okay. And then a little later, I said, you're also giving your son a gift. They had one son, one child. And she looked at me and I said, your son doesn't live nearby. He worries about you. He worries about you falling. You're giving him a gift. What is that gift? And she said, peace of mind. Now, she did not want to move. She was not moving and that was it. I saw her the day we moved them, which was two days later. Around 4 o'clock, everything was set up, and she looked at me from her wheelchair, and she said, you know what? I'm going to be okay. It's a decision. Mm -hmm. But they want the facts. They want the understanding. They want to make the decision. They don't want to be told what to do, Janet. Yeah, and, you know, and I agree with that. I agree with that because a lot of times I work with senior facilities, and I share. I said that's the they want to because they've lost so much want to control of what they let go of so you just can't go tell them they can get rid of everything in the process and you know it's not going to happen overnight so yeah so that that was really nice once we went to throw out a very very old um, Christmas cactus plant and somehow Mm -hmm. we didn't throw it out Okay, it looked awful. It looked dead. It turned out that had been in the family for 100 years. It was the treasure of the family. I know. So we're in the habit. If we don't have permission, you don't do it. We ask them, Mm -hmm. may may Mm -hmm. we donate this? You know, may we arrange to have this delivered to your son? We ask them. You know, Janet, like we move people into places where there's Alzheimer's, into a small room. And even with the Alzheimer's, I will say to them, may I put this picture of your cat or your husband or your grandchild right here by your bed? It's going to be the very first thing that you see in the morning. It's going to be the last thing you see at night. Is that okay? You know, they're involved in it, even though people don't, you know, 
anyway, that's we try to allow them yeah. the dignity of making decisions. It's important. Yeah, and you can't, yeah, and you can't I, tell them important. what to do. No, and that is true. That is true. And I actually learned that Judy from when I was going through my mother's. Um, this was before she passed away. Felt things needed just to be more organized. I've actually in the living floor in front of her and actually through stuff piece by piece so she can make a decision as to what to keep and what to get rid of. Because, of course, to yeah. me, some stuff didn't have any meaning whatsoever, but boom, I would show a piece of paper and then she'd rattle it off what it meant. So then that was something that would just be in her little memory box and it would not be the trial. Right, now, you do have we, to like take the time. Yeah, you know, something we do, Janet, is when we're working with them and we're sorting a house, we do a lot of estates and things like that. If we find a letter, if we find a picture, we do exactly what you said. We put it in a box and we'll say, let's look at mm -hmm. this after. You can get bogged down for 20 minutes on one picture and the story mm -hmm. behind it. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. so we find, we'll say, now, you know, you need to go through all of this. No, let's make a cup of coffee or have a glass of wine, whatever, and go through it. But right now we need to do this. I was thinking also with sorting ladies' clothing. I love doing it. Some ladies have four or five covers <laughs> of clothes that don't fit them. And I find mm. they often say, you know, you're retired now or you're moving on now. Let's find clothes that make you feel pretty. You know, what's your favorite mm. color? Things that are washable things that fit, things that are easy to put on, and nothing that's soiled, nothing that's ripped, nothing that's dirty. And I don't know about you, but I've gone shopping with a girlfriend, and they said, oh, I love that on you. And you think, well, I've never liked that color, but you buy it, and you get it home, and you think, why did mm -hmm. I buy it? I mean, we, mm -hmm. you do, mm -hmm. we do. We go into homes and find all kinds of clothes with the tag on them. They've never worn them. And that is and so true. Know, that is so true. If it's business clothes, there's a group here, and I'll say, you know, that could enable a lady to go for a job interview. You're not using it mm -hmm. anymore. We had a lady who had 50 pairs of stiletto heels. She was in a wheelchair. She had had a stroke. And she was moving to a two-bedroom apartment with care. And I said to her, okay, you know, reality is you're not going to wear those again. Let's choose a memory pair. And she chose mm. a pair of red stiletto heels. A year later, her husband called and he said, we're moving. And I said, what happened? He said, we were going to a condominium from this retirement place. We picked up the keys for both places to move them. They were taking the train to mm -hmm. another city for a mm -hmm. short holiday. Janet, she walked out in those red stiletto heels with a red jacket <laughs> to match. <laughs> People need to hear that. But what did we do? We saw all of these things. We kept a memory pair. Yeah. We didn't keep all yeah. of them. That yeah, made you her just need feel to keep good. something. Yeah. yeah. Wow, Judy. Wow, you've given so much information, so much wonderful stuff. So tell us about your book and your series. Okay, our book is called The Best of the Rest, Downsizing for Boomers and Seniors. 
Our uh, publisher went bankrupt a while ago, but thankfully with the lawyer, we had already the e-rights for all of the rights for that. So right now That's it's wonderful. just being redone with a new IBSN, a new publisher, and it'll be up on Amazon.com possibly this week. The ebook we have finished six of them, and they will be on Amazon uh, the middle of September. So people can get wow. a book on downsizing or a book on um, aging in place is one of my favorite topics. How do you stay in your own okay. home? And another one which I adore is um, multi-generational living. How do you make it work? Because Janet, a lot of people will not be afford uh, will not be able to afford a condo or an apartment. They're going to have to live with family. There's no choice. Yeah. And a, a lot of seniors get a phone call. Mom, my marriage broke up. I'm coming home with the kids. How do you make it work? Mm-hmm. The one of one of the books we've done is on multi generational living. How do you make it work? That's wonderful. Wow. Well, it's going to be needed, yes. And it is. It really, and you're right, it is. It truly, truly is. Well, Judy, how can listeners get your, your, you know, your, your e-books, get in contact with you? Okay, my email address is info at seniormoves, with an S, dot C-A. Right. Uh, I'm on Facebook under uh, Judy Robinson. Senior Moves is how you'd find me, or Ottawa Senior Moves. LinkedIn, the same thing. Twitter, I'm at Senior Downsizer. Okay, and you are in Canada? I'm in Canada. Yep. That's why she's in Canada. But everything will be, they will be in Amazon. Everything will be on Amazon.com. The book, hopefully, this coming week. The ebooks the middle of oh. September. The reason I don't want them before that they're ready, but I don't want them before then because everyone's looking at their children going back to school. They're looking at the end of and the that summer. Is true. Yeah, so it's not true. a good time to true. go ahead and do it now. Yeah, and that's true. Yeah, I just sent godson's off to college, and his little sister started. Um, didn't start, but she's in uh, high school now. So she just yeah. her first week. Of so, yes, the kids are back in school. Well, Judy, I and, and thank that's, you. That's your focus. Yeah, my pleasure. Yeah. My pleasure. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time this evening. And um, hopefully we'll get to chat soon because you have so much wonderful information about retirement. Just making sure that we're surrounded by clutter. Can I, can I say one more thing? And that is that... Yes, so many people fall because of clutter, okay? And so get rid of it. You don't need the 85 magazines on quilting. Keep 10 of your favorites. Give the others to a quilting club. You know, you don't need, I mean, all of the things that people keep. We, we work with people that have five sets of dishes. How do you use five sets of dishes when you're on your own or a couple? You know, I mean, bless somebody else, sell it, get rid of it, give it away, but get rid of the clutter, make your home safer. I, I was working with a gentleman, he had a lot of teak, and he had a lot of art, we're getting the house ready for sale. And I said to him, 
may I put this away? You know, we're getting your house ready with the pictures. We're getting it ready. He said, you're really hard. You're really, you know. (laughs) And I said, well, I want to tell you something. The young people are connected electronically all day. They're on their iPad. They're on their laptop. They're on their cell phone. They come home. They want peace. And if you look at the magazine pictures, there's a sofa, there's a chair, maybe a picture, a lamp. There isn't all the knickknacks, right? All the distractions. Mm-hmm. They don't want all of that. They're not interested in it. And that is true. So true. Yep. We're right about yep. that. That is true. Yep. Encourage well, somebody out there yep. to dance. Thank you. Yep. Judy, you have a wonderful evening. Thanks very much. Been delightful. Thanks, Jen. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Hello. This is Lori Kennedy from Shred Patrol, and you are listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized with Janet Taylor. Well, that was an awesome interview Judy Robinson, and there were so many things she said that I'm still wrapping my head around it, but that was a great interview. But I want to let you know, once again, that our sponsor is um, Audible, and they are our listeners at the book of your free 30 trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash and choose from over 100,000 audio programs. Download free and start learning. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash get organized and start your trial today. And because our topic is about retirement and getting organized, my suggested book is Happy, Wild, and Free and Wisdom that You Won't Get from Your Financial Advisor. And it's by Ernie Zolintz and How to Retire. Wild and Free offers inspirational advice on how to enjoy life to the fullest. Key to achieving an active and satisfying retirement, of course, involves a great deal more than having adequate financial resources. It also encompasses other aspects of life, interesting leisure activity, creative pursuits, physical being, mental well-being, and a solid social support. So again, happy how to retire happy free and it's a retirement with won't from your financial advisor and it's by Ernie J. Zelensky and you can get your copy by going to www.audibletrial.com forward slash get organized well I am going to with my tip time and this is just um, really kinds of piggyback on what Judy mentioned. It's, you know, maybe you have decided to move from your house suburbs to a condo in Center City. And um, then sets in, and of course, you what you're going to do with Well, of course, I devise clients that are moving to the plan to maximize the space in order to accommodate the high items they need not want. Said, you need be honest with yourself about what you. The statistic shows that eighty percent of the 
we keep, we never reference again, and we wear only 20% of our clothes 80% of the time. So, um, a woman once told me that she has wedding gifts that she never used. She's been married almost 50 years. Take a deep breath. Realize it is time to let go of things been in your life. So to begin your move, you want to plan in your new home. This will help you decide what pieces you will take with you when you need them. Next step will be purging and donating local charities or giving them to know who really appreciate them. Because your goal for your new space is to make it look and feel your home, not like a house stuff kind. Then you want to decide that your new home will know it's small will be your haven. So now that you have an idea of what items that you need to place in your new home, you can be making them, clearly labeling the box. This will make unpacking a lot less stressful. Whether you move with the help of family or friends or hire professional movers, this move will be one that will save you money and stress. So remember that. Plan what your space is. Make sure you measure and take only what you need Purge, donate, toss, give away what you need, and then make sure you organize um, what you're going to be moving to so it can be successful. I want to thank you, first of all, for supporting me and continuing me through all of my technological knowledge. Thank you for your tweets, emails on Facebook. Thank you all for following media of course on instagram i'm organizer janet and i will be on periscopes soon i am actually working on um segment subjects and topics i want to talk to you about so and i will be informed but i am organizer janet scope for those of you who may already be on there so you can just follow me and then once i go live you will know you will be one of the first well of course tomorrow is is Tuesday and it's Tuesday. And actually what I did on my first scope, which was Periscope, I decided it was time to get rid of my address book. And all of you may have an old address book somewhere in your house, in your home, and and stuff. And the reason I wanted it was because that was letting go. That was something that was a little hard for me to let go. I've had it for 14 years. I have used it since um, they were planning her funeral to look for so for um, and I know I kept it for sentimental because it had her her handwriting and different little things in it but I decided it was time so actually if you go to my Instagram you will be able to see the phone book you will be able to see me shredding it. You will be able to shredding and you will be able to see the actual book. It was kind of like a book tossed the trash. Um, something I had to do and it was time to move on for that. My toss it to if you have a phone who, how us have old phone books with numbers of people we have not talked to in decades. So it's time to let it go. Now, for this week's apps, well, 
Plus is designed to be a mobile scheduling reminder. You can use it as a planner or remind you of appointments or lunch dates or medication or to exercise. Of you wonderful senior citizens and older adults and young adults, like I consider my young adult still. Um, again, well-being is designed to be a mobile scheduling reminder for anything. Lunch, dinner dates, take your medicine, exercise, take your trash, all those things. Um, my next suggestion is organized up. It's a virtual file with six folders. You can get the staples or any um, other office supply store. And uh, of course, you will be able to see a photo of that direct link if you want to purchase it on my social media and Facebook and Twitter. And I thought that would be a great suggestion because there are times when we need to have our paperwork, our life insurance policies, our wills, the medication information that we take. Maybe we have to be on a diet. Just have that information organized and in one location and handy for whenever we need it. So I thought that a great way in order to just maintain order and and stay on thing. Then of course um, is my suggestion. I lost my train of thought there. And my repurposed question is, you can go to my Pinterest page and my trunk will turned into a vintage trunk to a bench. So there may be stuff that you don't want to, like Judy, somebody had a cactus that was in the family for 100 years. You may have a trunk or an object that has been in the family. It served one. Well, maybe it needs to be repurposed into something that is more useful to you, like a trunk into a bench that you can actually use in your home, especially if you're downsizing, you don't have the space, but you can always use a little bit of extra somewhere. So also think of creativities. I mean, I shared how I took my mother's little entertaining um, glass tray with the mugs, and now the tray that I actually used to put my perfume bottles on, on my dresser. So there's always creative things you can do with things that you love and you want to hold on to. We are not here to tell you you have to get rid of everything. So um, that was my app, my product, and repurpose suggestion of the week. And of course, I mean, next week, we'll be having Mr. Robert Bentz. He's certified planner and he will be coming with us in regards to getting ourselves organized for disaster probably saying Jan be the most uninteresting topic but when I really started preparing myself actually for next show because that's I am I was amazed at every month in 2004 there was a disaster somewhere in the world and when and when you, when I was thinking in general, I was like, wow, how did we forget about the earthquakes and the mudslides, tornadoes, and the frigid weather because we are living in the moment. And I'm not saying you're not supposed to live in the moment, but I hope that next week's show will 
be more prepared because I know of us in the United States, especially on the where I live, we are getting ready for the winter. So um, please make sure you tune in to that show. And then, of course, um, making sure um, that you prepare for just some of the, the minor things that come up in life. So that's what I hope to do next week's show. So, again, that is a certified designer on just getting ourselves organized for disaster planning. You know, Judy provides some awesome, awesome tips and still things that I personally wrote down that just were like an aha, wow moment for me. The one about boots. You know, how many pairs of shoes, boots, things we have in our homes that we will never wear again? I mean, we need to be honest with ourselves. I mean, right thinking about at least a pair of I know I will never ever wear again. And I need to look at those, look at them carefully and see if they are wearable, number one. If they are, can I donate them to, to someone? Because somebody out there maybe looking for a job, doesn't have a pair of shoes, maybe looking for a man looking for work, doesn't have the right work boots, doesn't have the right suit. And, and we have so much and our homes and our lives that you know let's let's start let's start now really being a blessing to somebody because that's all about isn't it we have quite so many wonderful things because we have so hard for everything but then we much stuff sometimes that we forget we go in a class i forgot i had this shirt i forgot i had this handbag i forgot i had these shoes so the next time you to yourself, maybe think about somebody who is so appreciative and they could just transform. I think if a man had a pair of boots, you gave a man a pair of work boots that have been sitting in your home for weeks, months, and he was able to find a job and that would enable him to earn money to maybe feed his kids, maybe um, possibly even on the street, find a place to live. There's so many different effects just to the pair of shoes, just to the suit, just to the things. And even it could be just maybe a, a vase that you have that you haven't used and you don't like and it doesn't match your home, but just somebody able to put it home and come home and just be able to see something beautiful because maybe they've lost everything. My little Janet just on a philosophy. I really um, sometimes, you know, see people don't have, and and I just really hope that those of us who, do, and I'm including myself, don't forget those that don't. So as you are getting rid of stuff and getting ready for a new season and start clearing out stuff, think about that, and also. As Judy said, give children a deadline. Yes, I know some of you out there have your children's stuff from college and they've probably already been home and they actually have children of their own, houses, who knows, your grandchildren may be almost on their way to college and you still have your children's stuff. So give them a deadline. 
give them a deadline. So again, next week, disaster planning. Um, of course, the week after that, I am excited. It's going to be Labor Day weekend. And um, I am going to be sharing with you new things that are going on. Um, we went through some upgrades on Blog Talk Radio. We had some some technical difficulties last week. So we're, we're still continuing to the kicks. But I am still here for you. Um, so we're going to be talking about that. And um of giving you maybe a few tips to help you jumpstart your fall organized. But as with the top, um, the quote to this week is you can you start the next chapter of your life if you keep rereading the last one. And that's not those of you out there who are retiring, planning to retire, um, thinking about maybe it's time to retire. Because you are taking on a new chapter of your life, but who knows? Maybe you've been down and you don't have a job, and things may not be going the way you want them, and they always go the way that I'm either, even as organized as I am. But you can't see the next chapter if you keep back at the old chapters. Just trying, like trying to. Can't read. You cannot finish the book if you keep reading the chapters. You have to continue to read each chapter from one through two through three through four through six to get to the ending. So there's a for you. I believe all of you out who, whether you want to manage your time, better manage the things in your home, better manage your workspace, better manage your life and from eating to what you've been called to do here on earth that continue to just stop rereading the last just keep forward pushing and moving forward with so I thank you so much for continuing to support me you just don't know how much it means to me does on those days when I get this question. Of course, I no longer have my towel to throw in because Lynn Edwards took my towel. It just truly means a lot to me to know that you continue to listen to this podcast and it continues to grow thanks to you. You know, I want you to know that I appreciate it. I don't forget that ever that it's because of you this podcast is still going after seven years. So I want to thank you for I hope you share the podcast with your family, friends, especially your family. And for those who maybe have parents who are thinking about retiring or you're thinking about retiring, as well as on your social media work. And please visit me website at www.janetmtaylor.com. So until next time, I want you to have a clutter-free day. But most of all, I want you to have. Organized week. Organization is a quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. 
Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get Organized.